you have to look for it. You have to search for it. You have to intentionally go after it. And this is what I began to do. I began to like ask myself questions. What am I good at? What can I do better than anybody else? It, at least within my circle and, and community. What, what are my innate abilities that um, I just have a natural um, propensity for? Like one of my mentors, late mentors, Dr. Miles Monroe said that the, the swim is in the fish. The bark is in the dog. It's 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 connected, you know. It's so connected to you that you don't even realize it. So that's why sometimes it can be hard to find. I, I searched all over the world, struggling to find it. Then I met my boy, David Simons. Yeah, I searched all over the world, struggling to find it. Then I met my boy, David E. Simons, yeah Discover my gift, yeah, yeah Discover my gift, yeah, yeah But David E. Simons, yeah Discover my gift, yeah, yeah Discover my gift, yeah, yeah But David E. Simons, Hello, I'm your host, David D. Simons, and welcome to another episode of How I Discovered My Gift. Wow, can't believe we're already at episode five. It is going to be an excellent session today because I believe that we're always in session. This is a class. I'm a teacher at heart, so uh, there's going to be some information that I believe is going to help you, especially for my people who don't feel like they have a clear identifiable gift. Um, so again, episode five is all about how to find your gifts when you don't think you even have any. Let's just jump right in. Uh, have you ever wondered this question, why they don't teach you about your gifts in school? I've always wondered this question. I've always been perplexed by this question because I believe a gift is one of the most important things that you need to understand about yourself your talent, your ability, what you can do better than someone else. Like, think about that in elementary school. Did you ever learn about that? Like, okay, Johnny, Sally, what is your gift? No, you didn't. I know I didn't. And, um, you know, parents don't always know um, what they need to do regarding this area too. So this is again why we created the show. This is a big gap. It's a big problem and nobody really addresses it. So our goal here with the show is to expose this and help those people who, um, whether they're younger or older and they don't know what their gifts are and need more guidance and um, inspiration to find their gifts and not only just find them, develop those gifts and distribute those gifts to the marketplace. So I believe that a gift is what opens doors for you. It gives you access it's what people want from you that you only you can do. And your gift helps you and it gives you a, a clue into your purpose as well. So for me personally, I didn't know what my gifts were or idea of what my gifts were um, for nearly two decades. You know, been on this earth, not having a clue. 
you've heard my story from episode one. Go back if you haven't. Uh, I detail my story in, in great detail um, because I learned a lot about in school about math and history and science and all these things that we all do, right? But I never took a class on an element that is so close to me and so important for me, which is my gift. And yet billions of people are searching for that. And so that's why the the title of this episode is how to find your gifts when you don't think you have any. Some people really genuinely feel, I'm not that special. I don't really have anything. I don't have any gifts or unique abilities. Um, And that's just not the truth. Everybody, I believe, has a God-given gift and ability that they just need to dig and find. So that's why the first step in this process is discovering it. It's discovering it. So why is it hard? And I and I used to have to intentionally go after it. Very. And this is what I began to do. I began to like ask myself questions. What am I good at? What can I do better than anybody else? At least within my circle and, and community what what are my innate abilities that um i just have a natural um propensity for like one of my mentors late mentors dr mosmero said that the the swim is in the fish the bark is in the dog it's 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 connected you know it's so connected to you that you don't even realize it so that's why sometimes it can be hard to find So I'm going to be sharing with you a few questions that will help you find these gifts and find these things with you. And as we get into later episodes, I'll share more. But today I'm going to share about three to four questions that I believe will help you in this process. So why is this gift hard to find? Well, because it's so natural to you. Like I said, the swim in the fish, the bark in the dog, it's a part of you. It's something inside of you that comes outside of you. So it's really hard to identify gifts that aren't so obvious. Some people have obvious athletic gifts, like a LeBron James, a Serena Williams, um, or they can sing like, you know, Whitney Houston or somebody, or they're humorous like Jim Carrey. These are gifts that are easily identifiable. Um, Even from a young age, artistry is identifiable. certain things are are very easy to identify uh but here's the truth those percent of percentage of easily identifiable gifts those are if i had to estimate those are the the maybe 20 percent of gifts out there that people have the other 80 percent are not as identifiable these are gifts like productivity the ability to organize the ability to collaborate uh leadership even teaching ability this is one this is my gift i didn't know i had the ability to teach because i didn't think teaching was a gift so you can have something but not know it's something that is a gift some of some of you have the gift to um you know perceive people that is a gift the perception of of people some of you have the ability to listen and understand people and empathize you're never probably going to hear that in school oh wow sarah you've got the gift of empathy why because again 
our schools aren't taught like that. They're, they're taught to talk to teach curriculums and educational standpoints, but they're not talking about this thing that will help you flourish in any career you go into. Okay, so that's what I want you to understand. The problem is that some of the gifts, some of you that are struggling with finding that gift, it's not easily identifiable. So I'm going to help you uncover that. Before we get to that, I, I want to I say a few other things. I want you to remember that your gifts have no boundaries and they cannot be confined. They have no boundaries and they cannot be confined. Why is this important to understand? Because a lot of people try to put boundaries on gifts. A lot of people try to put people into a box. For example, I'm supposed to be a teacher, right? So when I hear the gift, oh, I'm, I'm supposed to naturally teach and my my wife and others would say wow you're you're a great teacher i was like but i don't want to be a teacher society confines you they want you to be in this box of for teaching to to teach in a classroom but some of the greatest teachers never taught in the classroom some of the greatest teachers know how to teach and they teach from a stage whether through motivational speaking or they teach um through business programs, or they teach through curriculums they've developed. And that's what I had to understand, that my gift should not be confined, and it should not be put, not have a boundary on it. So if you have a gift for organization, it doesn't mean you have to be a secretary. That doesn't, that, that doesn't mean that. Organization is something that uh, it can be used at every level. Some ways that you use it could be at a, a valuable, high, super high level, valuable organizer that organizes world-class events, right? Or you organize, you're a project manager. So you can project manage um, people's uh, uh, engineering firms and you, you name it. So don't let anyone try to put your gift in a box you allow yourself to explore how far how wide how deep you can take that gift okay so I, I hope we're getting that so again this is what's interesting about gifts is that they can be so close to you and when they're so close to you here's what happens you can devalue your own gift because it's something you've been using usually your whole life see I was teaching my whole life friends of mine uh, and we'll get into other episodes where I go in deeper detail but I was teaching friends of mine I was teaching people stuff I've always enjoyed teaching things so I was using it not even knowing it and and what I wasn't doing though I wasn't using that gift intentionally because I didn't understand what it was so when you know your gift intentionally then you can use it to open doors financial opportunities business opportunities and and I'm gonna get to the elephant in the room a lot of people are using their, their gifts in jobs that don't even allow you to utilize your gift. Ouch. A lot of people are using their gifts and they're not allowed to use their gifts on the level or the, the to the standard where you should. And this is why I believe I'm, I'm not against you having a job, but I, I'm an entrepreneur and I believe in entrepreneurship mainly for this sole purpose. It allows you no limitation and no boundary on your gift. You can utilize your gift however and how far, how wide, how deep you see fit. And so this is important for us to understand. Your gift is 
not supposed to be confined. Your gift should be, uh, it usually is more recognizable by others and your gift is supposed to open doors for you. So here's the truth. Some will recognize the value of your gift and this is why jobs can be difficult because on your job, they're not always recognizing your value. Um, and I, I can say that being in corporate America before and they don't always recognize your ability. Um, they just recognize what they need you to do. And a lot, a lot of times employers are not tapping into the potential of their employees because they haven't taken the time to find out which what I believe is the treasure inside a person. Uh, I have one of my gifts aside from teaching is the ability to recognize treasure where others see trash. I'm going to say that again. I think, you need to, I think you need to hear that again. I have the ability to recognize where treasure is, where others see trash. So, for example, I used to have interns and um, oh, they would say, oh, this person is no good. They just can't, they can't do it later. You can have her. She, she's, she's not that good. Uh, I took the same intern and uh, she works in an amazing field today, doing great things. Um, but my point is, um, I was able to utilize her in, 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 in a way that tapped into her gift and she flourished. So a lot of people don't know how to unlock a gift in a person. And this is why you're listening to the show, because I am if you continue to listen, I, along with all the guests are going to unlock gifts in you. It's, it's, it's inevitable. You can't listen to this show and not get inspired to unlock gifts that are already inside you. So, um, keep listening, keep plugging in. Now let's j jump into the, to the questions. But before, before that, I want, I want for those, for those of you who have a job, I want you to remember this, Dr. Miles Monroe. I, I speak to, I speak about Dr. Miles Monroe a lot. If you haven't, look him up. He was an amazing, amazing person, amazing uh, leader. Uh, really had a, um, a, a spectacular teaching on, on purpose and all of those things. But here's, here's what he said. He said, "You can get fired from your job, but you can never get fired from your gift. You can get fired from your job, but you can never get fired from your gift." No one can take that gift away from you. You're born with it. It's, it's irrevocable. It's non-replaceable. You can't replace that. It's yours. So it's, it's your innate talent, innate talent, your special, unique ability, that thing you're able to do better than anyone else without much effort. That's your gift. And I want you to know that you have a tremendous value and the world needs to see that value. Because everyone has one gift that they can use to make a difference in another person's life. Now to the questions. So here's the, the first thing you need to do. You need to ask your friends and family what they think you're good at. I know it sounds very simple, but I mean really, really ask them, interrogate them. So remember this, this show is about doing. It's not about listening. I want you to do this. Do not listen to episode six. If you haven't done this, ask your friends and family what they think you're good at. Just ask to talk to your mom, your father, your loved ones, your your siblings, uh, your, you know, your significant other, whatever and whoever you can get a hold of. You know, somebody that's been around you, they've been exposed to you. And guess what? You might be very surprised. And usually this is what happens. You're going to see a trend of people that will ask uh that will say the similar similar things about you and about your gift 
So ask your friends and family what they think you're good at. And um, you will be surprised. You will be very surprised. Some some people will recognize multiple gifts, <clears throat> multiple gifts in you that you didn't even know or didn't even see. And they may not talk about technical skill, ability, stuff like that. They may talk about more emotional side. I think you're um, friendly or you're this or that. Like, don't be afraid uh, to walk in that gift as you learn. Number two, what type of problems do you like to solve? What type of problems do you like to solve? Oh, this is this is a powerful, powerful thing. I want you to understand that some of the greatest minds and greatest uh, talents in the world were drawn to problems. I think about um, a Martin Luther King drawn to the civil rights problems, right? Drawn to the, the problem of inequality and injustice. I think about an Einstein driven to solve science problems, really bothered by not finding an answer to something. And these problems usually solve a problem for someone else. So what problems do you like or pain do you like to relieve of others? What problems do you like to solve and what pain do you like to relieve of others? For example, I love this, what we're doing right now. My, the problem I'm drawn to is um, people not knowing their gifts and not knowing what to do with it. I, that's, I, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life and helping people in this very nature. So I'm drawn to that. And my gift to do it is through teaching. But the, but the bigger purpose is, is that. So finding your problem will, will be a clue. I'm not saying it'll always be um, 100% you'll know exactly, but it is a clue to what you are supposed to do, okay? So that's number two. And then number three <coughs> is a trick question here. There's two, two parts to it. What would you do for free for the rest of your life? Okay, so some people would say, oh, I would just sit on the boat and, and just lounge. No. Most people wouldn't. You, you'd get bored. What would you do for free for the rest of your life? Um, meaning, what would you? What value would you add to other people? And, and you don't even have to get paid for it. You enjoy it so much. Well, I'm doing that right now. One of the ways. You know, digital marketing. That's something I enjoy doing. Um, these things, you know, you have to know what you would do for free. Like, it, it doesn't even, the money doesn't drive you. Now, here's the other part of the question, other side of the question. What would you do with your life if you were a multimillionaire? Because I can hear some of you saying, well, uh, you know, if I was doing it for free, I know obviously I'm not getting paid. And, but OK, let's flip it. What would you do if you were a multimillionaire? You don't have a financial need at all. Now what? Now what are you going to do with your time? Now what are you going to do with your gift? What would you spend the rest of your years, your rest of your life, your decades and um, doing you need to identify that so recap these three questions you must answer ask friends and family what they think you're good at number one number two what type of problems do you like to solve number three what do you do what would you do for free for the rest of your life and or what would you do with your life if you are already a multimillionaire? i thank you for tuning in to how i discovered my gift I hope to catch you on the next episode. 
remember to join the Facebook community. Uh, we are a network of doers, and I'm so excited and honored and delighted that you took the time to listen to the show today. Remember how I discovered my gift is the only show dedicated to helping you discover, develop, and distribute your purpose, your gift to the world. Take care and have a great day. I'll catch you in the next episode. Dear listener, I would like to thank you so much for listening to How I Discover My Gift with yours truly, David D. Simons. As a token of my appreciation, I would love to give to you my most important piece of work to date, and it's called the Purpose Gift Tape. It's a motivational mixtape geared towards helping you to identify your gifts, which ultimately lead to you discovering your purpose. This is a six-track album I poured my heart and soul into. It includes beautiful beats and amazing spoken word over it. And I'd love to give that to you as a free gift, as a token of my appreciation for being a part of the community. So to get your copy, all you need to do is go to podcast.daviddsimons.com. That's podcast.david, the middle initial D, Simons, S-I-M-O-N-S, dot com, and get yours today. Thank you for being a listener. I'll catch you on the next episode.